Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode. I am your host, 65 Lokes, and we are covering model car culture from around the world. Episode number 187 with my first time guest here on the podcast, Giuseppe Rosado. I've been following his work on Instagram, and man, I'm always blown away by what he does. Model car builder, Tamiya RC car collector, and also model car collector. So, uh, so many things that I want to ask him and learn about Giuseppe. Excited. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. What's up, Giuseppe? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, how are you? Good, man. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, it's so good. Far so good. Oh, <laughs> good awesome. <laughs> awesome, man. Dude, oh, what time is it on your end right now? It's uh, 12 in the night. So midnight. Man, that's yeah. crazy. So ha- have you lived um, most of your life there in the, in the East Coast? Uh, yeah, so I did basically uh, New York, uh, Boston, uh I've been to Miami, and now I'm uh, Washington D.C. Wow, that's dope, man. That's cool. Yeah, man. Maybe, maybe sometime in the future you could visit the West Coast. Yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, already <laughs> on my list. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. That's cool. Hey, well, I mean, welcome to the podcast. Excited, man. I mean, I've been watching your work, you know, all this year. It's just excitement seeing all the different things and details that you've been adding to a lot of your builds. And right now, currently, for the listeners, can you tell us what are you currently working on? So, yeah, thank you so much, first of all. Uh, yeah, so far I'm starting, uh, it's like a month ago, uh, with a Fiat 500. Um, this build for me is really, like, special. Uh, special because, um, I, like, most of my life I've passed to watching this real car. Uh, in action, you know. Um, so basically, uh, his owner, he just passed away a couple of months ago. So this also why I decided to to build this car, which was already my plan. But I basically skip all the rest of the car that I want to build to do this car first. That's why it's also really, really special for me, basically. Yeah. That's nice. And you know, when you decided to uh, to start working on this car. Uh, did you already have like all the parts and everything that you needed for the build or, or were you already, are you still kind of looking for some of the parts? No. So basically I wanted to build this car, uh, like a years ago. So I, I was in contact with the KMP that it does, uh, all this really like racing proper piece and, uh, transkit and all these, uh, micro, micro, micro details. Uh, like a years ago, and then he told me he was already working on something, though, and and then I was like, yeah, let me know when you're ready, you know, I really wanted to do this, because it's actually, until I received the, the kit that I found it in Japan, uh, was, uh, the car looks really, really small, you know, it's, uh, it's like an incredible 1 at 24 already from the kit. So, uh, yeah, once I received also the trans kit with the like real engine almost, you know, and the uh, road bar and then uh, racing seatbelt, like everything, every single piece from the car 
I was shocked because one, because the, like all the 3D printer right now, they are doing like 90% of the job, you know, uh, as long as you know how to put it together, how to paint it and how to make it look real, they are doing like for me, uh, for me, they're doing like 80, 90% of the job, you know, because it's one thing that when you create something and uh, another thing is when you almost already the piece, the piece is almost ready. So, yeah. It's really, uh, really fabulous. Like right now, it's really, really fabulous. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. Do you do you ever, you know, when you sit back and you're looking at, you know, your bench, your projects, but even this one here that you say it's a, it's a special one to you. Do you feel like, you know, it took you all these years and like just time of practice and creating to get to this level, this point, to be able to ex yeah. execute this car. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I remember when I started, I was uh, around 11, 12 years old. Uh, I was doing like some shitty job, you know, but I still having all, all the cards that I did. I used to use, you know, the can, the leftover to make the fender, you know, to make many pieces from, from scratch, you know. So when I did, on, uh, like two years ago, I did my Fiat uh, 126, I, no one ever built, you know, some racing car like this. I, I mean, nor did I ever see, you know. And then I had to basically uh, make three car, like I had to buy some other mini car, like one of 24, uh, try to match the piece, uh, try to make it as close as possible. And then in the end, I, I, like the people were literally asking me for the, like, can I, can you send me the picture? And or like, they were really, really shocked with the results. So after that, I was like, uh, I need to have somebody that you can print like a proper engine, you know, uh, for me, you know. And then I was lucky. I was really, really lucky that the guy, he was like, yeah, I'm already working on it. And then I didn't even know. I just asked him because I, I bought some other piece in the, in the, in the past. So uh yeah i was i'm until now until now i didn't even finish the car but i'm already shocked with like the details and it's crazy you know like especially when you start from the like from nothing you know i was um i was just uh i was just happy you know with the with the product that i founded online but then i realized that you know every every month uh, we found some beautiful piece right there you know uh, most of the time when I when I see other people, I'm like shocked because they can really do some beautiful piece of art, like very close to the original car, you know. So I'm, um, I'm yeah, I'm that kind of person. I'm never happy, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right or not, I understand. And, um, you know, n now that, you know, 3D printing is in and, I mean, it's it's changing everything, right? It's like like a revolutionary thing that's going on. And, you know, we're starting to get these things that we've been wanting. And at this point, do you ever think, like, what's next? Um, or, or what is it that maybe you want or that's kind of missing in the 3D uh, world as far as, like, parts or or maybe um, a detail in the car? Yeah, so basically, uh, so far we can find, you know, I can find very easy engine of any car, almost any car. Uh, you can find transkit, you can find uh, like a mini details, like you can almost find every, every single piece that you want, basically. 
uh, I think my for me my next uh, challenge will be to uh, just make it the uh, make the engine um, alive, you know, like uh, just literally almost a switch on the car <laughs> with your micro key, you know. I think that's is my my future level, you know. I think, yeah. Yeah, just like start implementing a little bit more like electronics into it. Yeah, electronic and also like uh, like sounds on the engine, you know, the, like when you do the, this micro uh, microphone, this micro speaker, you know, that can, you know, that can implement uh, the, the real car, basically. Yeah, man, that'd be cool to have like an yeah. audio clip of it once it like starts up for display. Yeah. That's cool. In, in your area uh, where you live, uh, is there or do you know of a community that does like model car shows by any chance? Um, personally, I've never been to any car show. Uh, one, because of the time. <laughs> uh, because my work takes like uh, 80% of my time, you know, so it's really, it's really taking my time. Yeah. So the next one is no, because uh, I never thought that any work that I do is like uh, people can like it, basically. Yeah. So I never been to any car show, basically. And there is no one that I know in DC uh, that does something like like this OP, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that that must be kind of kind of interesting and also kind of nice, you know, just uh, being able to be in your zone, expressing yourself, you know, at home, uh, working on the models, but at the same time when you do want to connect with people, you could just go online on Instagram or your YouTube channel and connect yeah. with, with other like-minded people that are into the models. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, actually, my YouTube channel helped me a lot to find like uh, people next to me. And also, uh, like, is, like Instagram, you know, people there are texting me, you know, they are sending me a message, like, how do you do this, where you live, you know, I can send you this and stuff like that. I'm not, uh, I'm not that kind of person that uh, I never ask anybody to send me anything, like zero. Like uh, uh, I'm, I'm happy that I can buy some stuff because I'm that kind of person that never stick to one thing. You know, I always want to try something new. Uh, I always want to, I don't want to depend from basically people. You know, if somebody wants to send me something, I'm totally fine, you know. But I really don't want anyone to send me nothing for free and then, you know, people they just pretend sometimes after you know so yeah that's i'm i'm kind of like uh yeah straightforward with these things you know i, I like to buy things that i wanted and, and and that's it you know it's like uh i don't want nothing for free basically yeah right on now and you know with uh with, with modeling like model building you know you had mentioned you know when you were a young kid and, and you were doing it around that time um, were, were you getting this stuff online or was there like stores in your area where you were purchasing the models from? No, no. This was basically a store uh, when I was back home. So it was uh, it was basically a little, it was only one store, I believe. Yeah, it was only one store that was um, getting car from uh, Burraco. And then uh, as there, when I discovered that the Burraco at that time, it was making like a kit like metallic things that you can just is already pre-paint everything is there you just need to put it together basically and um and yeah i used to buy like a four or five uh, kit and then getting like a one maybe out of it you know 
and then building like breaking piece, you know, and then yeah, basically mixing and match. You know, if I show you to my to my Instagram one of my first model, I think they will shut down my channel. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool that you know you you keep all that stuff and just from there everything started. You know, yeah, your love for cars and interest started to grow more from there. Yeah, so basically, when I was uh, around 13, I used to race a lot with the go-kart. And then, uh, as I said, in my small village uh, back home, it was uh, like, it's most of the people, they have one racing car, you know. Uh, they have a track, you know. So uh, this is all started from like a, one little things, you know, that uh, literally exploded to my mind. You know, I was really, really, really passionate with the car. Uh, I was, uh, I was really, you know, willing to, to do even a racing car, you know, and then, um, yeah. And then unfortunately I had to change, uh, you know, I couldn't race anymore. So I had to change my like work life, you know, so I move on and then I decided to work in, in the kitchen and then, um, other than that, and I move around the you know, Europe, I move around the US. So, uh, so basically, I kind of like live with, on standby, any project, anything. So I was watching, of course, many people. I was like, uh, I mean, it was just a matter of time, you know, basically. And then when I arrived to US, is where I started again to build a model. Like, I thought it was, uh, you know, from the same like I left, you know, it's like uh, same, you put glue, you put the... Uh, uh, like the the can, you know, you cut it, you make the fender, you make the rear wheel, you know, like all these things here. And then when I started discovering that they were producing color specific for car, and then uh, they were starting making real, like really nice model engine, like uh, sold separately. So slowly, slowly, and then um, in my first house, I didn't have that much space. And then I start getting like a new house, a new space. I used to even put every time, every single things, every single time, all the things on the table uh, when I was eating, and then like move it after I finish, you know. So it was really tight space, and also the time was a challenge. And then I, I stopped it again for like a, a year. And then when I moved to a new house, I had more space, I had more stuff, and then slowly, slowly, I started getting, you know, the proper uh, proper setup you know like a proper airbrush you know the first thing the first time i was with the with the can spray you know it was it was i made like i think like everybody when you started i make a really really good disaster you know <laughs> on the car <laughs> but i think if you don't uh, if you don't make uh this is what i learned from uh like most of the people out there you know if you don't make disaster you're never gonna learn you know that's uh, also really important. You know, like if you don't, if you don't sand it very well, if you don't put the primer very well, you know, and you move on with the color just because you're on the rush uh, or because you want to finish, and then uh, you're gonna create some disaster. You know, it's like uh, it's it's out there. You know, it's waiting for you. You know. Uh, you're right, and you know, I, I want to go back to you know, like when you came to the U.S. You know, you're here. And you're getting back into modeling were you a bit kind of blown away or just kind of tripping out as far as like what was out there like the, the brand yeah, yeah. the brands and like the accessibility of what was already here 
Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I discover, and then I start searching when I was in New York. I started searching like a place where they sell, you know, as a kit and stuff like that. And then uh, I went to this uh, like place, and then I was shocked because the guy was uh, almost like 90 years old. They were selling like car model, car kit, airplane, uh, like a boat, like. Like my mind was like, no, you're serious. It cannot be possible. Like all these things have been hide for years, you know. And uh, yeah, I was I was shocked. And then I found it that there were many many like shops, especially in New York. Uh, the second one that I found it, I was uh, I was almost about to like do not leave the place anymore. You know, I was about to to sleep over there overnight. You know. Yeah. They had uh, he had uh, like um, train from like. 40, 50 years ago, you know, like there standing like just for a show. Uh, he had like, uh, I don't know, probably two, three thousand model car, you know, kit. Uh, he had plenty of stuff that then until then I never, never saw to anybody, you know. And then from there, I started buying like a few things. I was going like once a week almost, you know, just to go and see, you know, the model. And then uh, I was, um, I was I'm, because I'm also RC uh, car collector from really long time ago. So he had also that one. So I started buying the kit and also the RC. So I started doing like a kind of like a mix and match, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I have like uh, right now, if I'm standing right now, I have like uh, probably like six, seven thousand model kit cars. So dang. That's that's yeah. a lot. That's cool. So it started to become like a hangout for you, you know, just get away from the house and be around models, embrace like what's going on right there. In front yeah. Of you. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely, definitely was like a, like a relaxing moment for me mm-hmm. when I was while I was not working. And plus, I love uh, collecting things and uh, I love also watching them and show you know to the to the public, you know, even. If I need to have all of them hanging on the shelf and stuff like that, I'm, I really like that that kind of style. That you you walk inside your garage, you walk inside your place, you know, and you just see all of them watching at you, you know, waiting for you. So, uh, I had uh, like one of my friends, which is introduced me to the like the RC and model car that he was is like 20 years older than me, but he has basically every single number of his mind, you know. So anything like vintage, we you know we we start building together, and then when I was also racing with RC, uh, I start collecting them even while I was not racing, you know. So just for the sake of it, to have it, you know. And I'm huge fan of Tamiya, like huge, huge, huge fan of Tamiya, like uh, like so much because I think it's one of the for me, uh, it's one of the old one company, and that still makes things to fit properly like he, almost on the Tamiya things you don't have to do nothing more that put the glue and done you know uh, most of the part they fit together you know there is like if you want to build like a stock car you know it's it's really it's really amazing especially when you started I will uh, I would say like to everybody to you know, to buy something from Tamiya you know because it's, they make really amazing stuff yeah, it's it's amazing. Like the not only the kits, but also you know the tools and the paints, like just things that pretty much like I feel like everything that they offer is is really like a good quality. 
that they put no, out. no, I'm still, I'm still, uh, for example, I'm still using like uh, paint from Tamiya, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm still using like all the tools from Tamiya. They're like a twenty years guarantee. They will never break if you know how to use it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like they are crazy, crazy on this uh, small part, like all this. Uh, and then this, the same thing applied to the AFC, you know, even the vintage car, they're like, they're still uh, walking around, you know, like uh, they just came out yesterday. You know, so, yeah, they really know how to make the things uh, properly, basically, yeah. Yeah, and did Tamiya ever make uh, like a 124, 125th scale RC? Yeah, they did. Uh, they did, but it's pretty much, uh, I, I have a few of them. Uh, the only problem is they like once once you start moving to RC, you have uh, no much room to play. Uh, there is few uh, crazy people that it did make it look like real, and then I'm honored to see their video because they are like uh, they're spending so much time you know on it. You know, it's like uh, having probably a one year job you know just on the fetch. You know. Wow. Uh, they are really, really. I've, I've been watching like a few videos on YouTube, so they are really good on that, you know. And then they also, I saw that they start producing also the 164 car with the like uh, sounds on it and stuff like that. Which in the future, I really want to get there, you know. It's like uh, I like playing with the uh, like two tweezer, you know, it's like um, with this really small detail, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's awesome. And, you know, a, a lot of your work lately, you know, that I've seen, like, the engine, man, it, I trip out. You know, you recently did a post showing, like, 50% of the work done. You know, when, when you're, um, you know, focusing on, on each piece, how long, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you're very patient. But, like, for you, like, if do you like to just spend a lot of time, let's say, on, on each component until it's you get to the final end? Yeah, so basically, I'm really crazy about the engine. Like, uh, for me, the engine is the heart of the car, you know. So, uh, for me, the more the engine looks uh, close, you know, to the real one or close to what I was already thinking on my mind, for me, it's already half of the job is already done, you know. Because you can be, you can put the rust on the car, you can put carbon on the car. Uh, you can put any paint on the car, but once you do the engine and then you open you know, the car, it will look amazing even for whatever you put it on it. You know, it's like uh, any color you put on it, anything you put on it, it will look amazing just because the engine looks real, basically, yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, t- tell us, right now you mentioned carbon fiber. You know, that was something I want to bring up in the podcast is, you know, you, you did a car full carbon and, Tell us about this process uh, with, you know, with yeah. carbon fiber, your experience. How has this been and how has this even changed, you know, your, your model building? Oh, yeah. This one, uh, we need to go back like three years ago almost. Uh, when I met uh, one of the, like for me, it's like, uh, it's God, you know. It's like, uh, it's God because he teach me a lot. Like uh 60% of what i know i learned it from this guy here which is asi from uh, rf uh i think for me is you know is on top of here like a really amazing guy on doing model car he's also he has a massive heart you know he has a massive heart is uh, i've been texting him like uh, in the morning in the afternoon in the night and then he always replies to me 
from day one that I met him. So the day when I met um, Arab was basically uh, when he started, I think was working on the Mazda, on the racing seatbelt. I, when I watched the, the picture, I was like uh, stunned. I was like, no, it cannot, it cannot be real. You know, uh, on that point, I didn't know many people, like many good people that I have now on Instagram and uh, Facebook and YouTube. So I look at his work and then I went down, I scrolled down with the picture. I was like, no, 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 this guy is, 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 is not normal. It, can, it cannot be like he does something like perfect, like real, like this. And then I went up and then I look at his uh, last project, which was the, I think at that point was the, the Lamborghini. And then I saw the full Lamborghini with the carbon. I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, again, it cannot be possible <laughs> that this guy doesn't like a carbon fiber. So I always been in love with the carbon fiber. Uh, like even my RC, a couple of them were all carbon. Uh, actually on the RC side, it, they use way, way more carbon, real carbon that they, you know, we use on the 124. But I was always in love with this carbon. This carbon is so clean. It's so clean. And then I learned in the beginning, I used to rush also when I was just building like a model. Then I learned each post that it was, you know, public. Uh, it was doing piece by piece by piece by piece by piece. Uh, it was doing like, we still basically taking all this love, all this passion uh, to one single small piece, you know? And then uh, when I start putting uh, like a small carbon fiber here and there on inside the car, you know, uh, nothing crazy, you know, like a full carbon, all car, you know, like a small piece inside the car, you know. And and then after we were already, you know, like a good friends, we turned it to be like uh, having the same mental issues, you know, with the carbon. <laughs> so we were like, I was like, um, I said, look, I need help. Uh, I want to do uh, like a Lancia Delta, full carbon. And then he was like, uh, why not? He was actually really standing you know, about the proposing of doing Lancia Delta because uh, I never, I've been searching like until now, I've been searching like plenty of time, you know, uh, to see a real Lancia Delta, full carbon, uh, like like that one I did. I, I couldn't take it, I couldn't find any picture. So I had to go basically everything by like uh, imagination, you know. So I show his pro I show my project to him. It was really, really um, like shock, you know. It was like uh, I mean, let's do it. I never see anyone, uh, you know, around. Uh, he helped me like all the all the building, all the body, you know, with the with the carbon. But he helped me on the good way that. I, I didn't send like a card to him and then he did it for me. No, he actually showed me like literally each, each piece, like what was the best thing to do it. And then he told me, yeah, just do it. And then show me the result. And then uh, if you cannot make it or if it turns to like um, shit, he said, don't worry, let's do it again. So from when I did the lunch that, that was, I think my uh, mental uh, calm, you know, when, when you realize that each piece, you cannot rush, you know, you each piece, you have to go slowly, you have to make it with your, all your passion. And then it doesn't matter if you don't post a picture for a week. But as long as when you put when you post a picture after a week, it looks good. 
So Asipo me is like really, really, now it's like amazing friends, you know, it's like we talk every day, we joke every day about everything, but he actually like helped me a lot on every single model that I did, you know, and um, and then, yeah, that's how I came out, you know, oh, that's how I came out with the carbon fiber, basically. Yeah. Man, that's I awesome. I have to say thank you to him, yeah. Yeah, no, he he's great. I I uh when I was working on the Liberty Walk Lamborghini, you know, I remember there were certain areas where I was like, I want to add carbon fiber to it. But then, you know, you're always gonna reach these parts where it looks complex. Like, how is this gonna work? And I kept I spent like a day trying to wrap my head around it. And I was like, without even starting anything, you know, and then when when I started talking to Ozzy and like asking him about that, like, hey, you know. And he, he explained to me, he broke it down, you know, about, you know, this right here has to be like in sections. And he sent me some videos too, and he even drew it out on a piece of paper. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, he, he did the same to me. So yeah. I'm like, dude, like you just saved me so much like hours, like in my mind to be thinking about this. Like, okay. So he gave me like some confidence, you know? Yeah. Like, no, like, no, no, like okay, okay. Let, let's go on to the next step. And like you said, you know, take your time and little by little. And it was yeah. like, all these little sections just started coming together where finally at the end, you know, I, I was very happy with the result. If not, if, if he, if I would have never asked and he would have never told me, I wouldn't have known. I would probably wouldn't even done it. No, but sometimes even the way you apply the carbon is, is it can change by every single piece that, I mean, you see the McLaren, he did this like, uh, I think even the McLaren, himself you know is is stunning about this job you know it's yeah. like fantastic you know i have his picture on my desk you know and then i have right in front of me so every time i get upset with one piece mm -hmm. i'm watching on his car <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I i turn it to like uh okay if if somebody did you know i just need to basically find a peace of mind you know to to make it work basically yeah no yeah. but uh, yeah, it's very it was kind of uh it was not hard like his uh mclaren for sure because his mclaren had a 250 piece you know <laughs> to make it that's crazy but, yeah yeah my one was uh way less it was around 70 piece but the way you cut it and the way you put it in and the way you you make it uh turn the carbon is i learned it from him basically yeah i learned everything from him and and from that day, I, you know, I decided that uh, that guy was the the second crazy guy that I met. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. He, I mean, he's he's very inspirational. You know. I, um. It it's nice to see the work he does, and for him to share, you know, the process of each part that he's adding carbon fiber to, the end result, and and just you know how uh, committed he is to it, because even if it's a challenge he still finds, you know, he pulls through and he executes it. And then we get to see that final result. So that kudos to him, man. He's, he's killing it. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. Actually, uh, I still remember what he told me the first time that I started doing the carbon. He told me if it's not challenge, if it's not hard, there is no fun, you know. Um, you know, because when you do something that is really challenge and then when you make it, you know, ready, you look at just... I mean, for me, uh, just looking at the picture, you you think like I did it, you know, I made it. Uh, this is also the things that makes you uh, move to the next car, basically. Yeah. 
and then I didn't stop doing the carbon. I just wanted to do this car first. I have a few more projects coming uh, next uh, with the full carbon, uh, which they are very challenged. But again, looking at the ASI uh, work, you know, I'm, I'm sure uh, I, I can make it. Somehow I can make it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, it, it's it's something like, you know, a, as you're learning with each project, you know, in the future, once you're ready, you'll know and you'll be able to to create it and, and do it, you know? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. You know, but I also learn a lot with uh, with um, many people that they do just a bike. Uh, because when you do just a bike, you do the engine. The engine is basically in the middle of the bike. You can see already even from far away that, you know, there is a massive engine with all the mini details, you know, all this pipe, all this tube and all these things here. So I even learned it to do like a real engine from the way they, they do the bike, basically, yeah. Wow. And, you know, when you finished that car that was full carbon, how was that feeling when you saw it finally, like, all, all done with the carbon fiber? No, it was... Uh, I almost, I almost uh, took like a 300 picture of the car, but not because I, not because I, you know, I wanted to take 300 picture, but just because I wanted to put everywhere on my computer, on my desk, on my page on Instagram, on my page on YouTube, you know, I wanted to put everywhere because for me it was, it's been already like an amazing result because I never thought that I would go that far. You know, yeah. when I start, uh, you know, polishing the car, because you don't realize un until like you polish the car, you know, you send it down, you polish. Once uh, I polished the car, I was like, it cannot be that shine. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it cannot be possible. I made it, you know, so I was really shocked. And also I was the, um, the first one in the U.S. to have the that engine for that car. Uh, nice. Because, yeah, so it was kind of like a really, you know, really good for me and uh i was really happy with the salt and also when i send the when scale uh scale motorsport asked me the picture i was like uh no this is it cannot be true you know <laughs> like it cannot because i was i was the first time doing the whole car uh it was the first time using the engine it was the first time that i was using a proper 2k uh clear it was the first time that most of the pieces they were all matching together, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was really impressed with my work, basically. Yeah. Yeah. When when using like that two K clear, like the first time, were you a bit intimidated, or were you like already just ready just to see what was gonna happen? No. Um, so basically, the first time I w I'm also I have a other, you know, it's not just Asia. I have also other good friends, you know, that they uh, teach me, you know, how to how to use the 2K, because in the beginning I used to spray the 2K with the higher pressure, and then I used to spray one go. Uh, I used to make so many mistakes, basically. And then uh, by the time you go there to sending, you still have all this uh, orange peel around the whole your car, you know? And then uh, it's really hard to send it, because once you go through to the to the color of the car, it's, it's over, you know? So I I remember when I did um, also a previous car like the zero thirty seven uh, like the Camaro I did some really uh, horrible things on the on the on the body you know I went down I went you know I sent it too hard in the beginning you know and the the primary was not sticking there so 
I did horrible things and I started learning from you know all the people who were saying. I was listening to many other uh people saying, okay, you gotta stay less, you gotta wait 10 minutes each one, you gotta take your time, you know. Also the temperature is really important, uh, humidity and stuff like that. So yeah, so I moved on, you know, making some tests, also buying some like shitty kit and just spray some color and making some tests on the 2K, you know, using using different brand of 2K. Um, I found the zero paint 2K uh, really hard to spray. And then I moved to the another one and then I moved to another one. And, you know, until you basically find uh, your best uh, 2K with your hands, you know, this is, I think this is the same with the airbrush, you know, with airbrush is, uh, I use that one with a pistol. I use that one with a airbrush, like a typical one. Uh, so uh, whatever makes you easy doing the job, I think is the one that you have to work it, you know, uh, with that style, you know. Uh, so the 2K was another really big challenge, you know, uh, on on the car, basically. Yeah, and, you know, going into polishing, you know, I saw one of your recent videos on YouTube where I see you polishing the glass for the model car. Yeah. And you're using, uh, like, a polishing pad on a Dremel. And I've never done that. I've always just used, like, the little rags and, like, the novice um, compound and, and cleaned it up like that. But when I saw your video, the way you did it and the way it looked, I was blown away. And I was like, man, I got to ask him about that. Like... I know I had asked you like yeah. what, what you use, but it, it's I don't know. Just just tell us about that, like your process when it comes to the glass, getting it nice and yeah. clean. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I'm actually I had a, like a good friends also on Instagram, uh, Modest Car Rally, that he was uh, in the in his past. He used to work also on the on the car shop, and then um, they used to polishing the 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 real glass, you know, and not just plastic, the real glass also. Because sometimes, you know, when it rains, uh, you get windy, you get this small little scratch, you know, that they are no, the glass is not broken. It's just like a little scratch. So they used to polishing also the, the glass. And then he told me he did once on his uh, on his car and will look fantastic. So I was like, uh, because I, every time I buy, I buy, you know, a model car kit, I buy always two for the sake of not to lose any piece, you know. <laughs> so I had another, um, another uh, lancia delta so i i was like okay let me try you know let, let me try let's see uh the the farm party that looks really shiny without you remove all the or your fingerprint you remove any any dust anything you know without even uh sending you know you just basically you can even send you know but it, then it turns to like a really complex uh project because you have to send it until it's almost like a uh 12,000, 15,000, and then polish, you know? So I just straight polish, you know, and then it turns out like super, super shiny. And then I was like, oh, wow. So probably I'm going to also do in in the future, you know? Uh, Yeah, but I was also really happy with the the result. You know, it was uh, fantastic, you know, just to remove just a fingerprint that sometimes even if you wash it, it doesn't come out, you know? So it was already nice. Yeah, and and when you do the glass, are you using the same uh, like compounds on the body as well over the two K clear? 
Yeah, I use uh, the same compound on uh, each every piece that I sending and then I polish basically. Yeah, I use exactly the same. I just on the like on the on the window. I don't just go like uh, too hard because you know it can be uh, you know can be too uh, stressful for the plastic. You know it can be like the plastic you just get overheat. You know. So I just go with the with the last, you know, the compound that I use is like it has three steps. You know, one is for the the first one for the really big scratch, and then the other two they are just cutting down. You know, one is the polishing, and then uh, so I just do basically the last two. I remove the 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 hard one with the scratch basically because most of the time, unless it doesn't happen, most of the time you don't really have scratch, you know, on the on the window on the on the stuff. So yeah, so I try it. I use uh, like a sponge. Is my sponge is really like soft, so I I you know I kind of like go really easy on that. So I just took my time again. I, you know, time is the most important. Uh, I took my time, you know, just to go uh, through even the windows, you know, basically polishing. Yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, the the polishing that's still like something I need to learn to do i do have like polishing pads in my dremel um if anything i just kind of been gathering you know like the, the components of things that i need and i just feel like all right i gotta get the compounds like those ones that you have like the ones you recommended i'm like mm. all right i want to get this stuff and once i get it now i'm like all right i gotta try it now you know yeah basically my my compound is like the same one they use on the real car so that's also why when you go to buy uh they they sell it in the like massive, <laughs> massive uh, three gallon stuff, you know. Yeah. But I mean, in the end, it doesn't get old. Uh, it's it's liquid, you know. It's it's not like a, like a paste, you know. It's, it doesn't get hard. Uh, so I've been using that for all my build I did all. Uh, so Just shake in up the, the last bottle. Three years. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you know, and I think I can. I think I can do even another six of those. You know, six, seven cards. So <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. And uh, t tell us about your work process. Like, I mean, through the day, you have your day job. You know, you said it takes up like what eighty percent of your day. And, yeah. And um, you know, when when you you're free from work, uh, and you have this time to build, are you doing this in the after hours, late at night, staying up? Or or like maybe early mornings before you go to work? No, basically, um, I mean, I start working around 9 o'clock in the morning and then I finish around 11.30 midnight. So it's really hard to find like extra time, you know, to, uh, in, you know, to do it during the day. When I'm off uh, twice a week, I really put all my effort, you know, unless I have really something to do, I really put my effort, you know, to try to make it uh, work basically and then uh, when i also when i basically don't work on my bench physically i work me with my brain basically so i start already you know thinking which color i should do uh, what, which material i should use if i need to research something that i don't have is is that the moment where i start searching for extra piece uh extra engine you know um even like a different color, you know. And then when I actually uh, sit down on my bench is when I start uh, trying all the things, you know. And then usually, you know, I, I, I take me like a six, seven hour to to even do like a, just, 
racing seat, you know. Um, because the, if it's not like I want it, I will gonna do like 20 times. I don't care, you know, until it turns to what I want, basically. Yeah. Uh, like, especially with my uh, racing seat uh, on my Fiat, I try this uh, texture black that uh, is from Zero Paint. Uh, I tried probably on three different uh, uh, style and then it took me like just to spray one and a half hour. So, you know, to complete the work basically was uh, almost like a six hour job. Wow. Yeah. But that, but I'm, I'm happy though that you, you know, you're like, all right, if I'm not satisfied, we're going to redo it and we're going to redo it because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Like, I think it's a battle sometimes, you know, if, if you don't, if you're not thinking like that, you'd be like, all right, we're just going with it. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to be like this in the beginning, you know, yeah. I was like, uh, oh, let me try it. And then it would turn shit. But I was like, oh, it's fine. I just want to go move on, you know, and then you, you still look. Uh, you know, missing the the details basically, you know. Uh, and no, but then I start also writing down, you know, which one was the best temperature, which one was the best color, uh, which one, how to do this, how to do this, you know, because when once you work every day on you know on model car is different than when you work twice a week. And then it's also different. I was away for my vacation for like a couple of months. And then it was uh, really hard, you know, for me to remember you when I put it stuff, you know. <laughs> so uh, it, it's good that also when you find the right direction, when you find the right product, right style on the, you know, it's good that you also write it down because on that on that moment, you can also free your mind for something else, basically. Yeah. And so that's what I, that's what I do, basically. And when you start a new kit, let's say you open up the box, you have the body in front of you. Uh, what's the first thing you do? So when I open a kit, uh, first, well, before I buy the kit, I already have the project on my mind. You know, it's like uh, I have a couple of projects that I already have in the stock, but I'm already waiting for some other piece that somebody is doing or I'm just searching basically for uh, something close for what I'm looking for. And then when I open the kit, the first thing I watch whole car, I watch all the instruction that they give you, you know, um, you know, I watch every single piece and you know, how it's made it. And then if he has an engine, if he has an engine, basically I already put the engine like close to the car and uh, let's see how it looks like, you know. And then I start putting uh, like uh, I, from the base, uh, usually I go with the last on the body, but and then when I start the Lancia Delta, I realized that how important it is to do first the body and then the rest of it, because the, the, the first you, you, you have the base basically, and then you can fill up the car basically, you know? So I, even on my Fiat, I start, uh, you know, getting some new style of work on uh you know starting from the body basically yeah and and on the body once do you do you scribe the panel lines first or do you do more like let me send the whole body first before we're gonna you know hit hit it with primer yeah no basically i look first uh because most of the time i have to add fender or uh, i have to cut it some piece 
or I have to do something. So the first thing I do when I took when I take the body is like a checking which piece I have to send it first. And then I usually don't go crazy to send all the body. Uh, because I think for me, if the body looks already good, you don't have, you just need a like light, really light touch on everything just to get the primer stick on it. And, um, and that's it. And then I move on. If there is a hole to close and stuff like that, yeah, that's another story. Uh, the same that I had now on, uh, on my feet, I had some hole to close it because it was a racing style. It was not like for street. Uh, so I had to send it basically slightly more hard, you know, on the body basically. Yeah. And you know, some wheels you recently painted, they were like 3d printed, uh, wheels. What, what's that process like, like getting them, you know, because they, they look really real, man, like really close to real. Um, yeah. So yeah, that one, they are the, the world from the, the Fiat, basically the original one, it was like shiny chrome. So to get the shiny chrome, you you have two choices: or you spray uh, like a real chrome, or uh, you you make it look real. Which you know, like my typical style is just first thing to spray a prime, and then once the prime is dry, you move on with the black, and then once the black is ready, I go with the two more different chrome, uh, which. The to do the chrome style like that, I use the Aklad, which is to make it uh, look real. You really need to have a like patience and time because it's, it doesn't look, it doesn't dry very easy. And also, if you spray, uh, if you spray too fast, because the uh, the color is very liquid, so is it goes away basically. Yeah. So I had to use two different chrome. I had to use, I have to go, you know, slowly, slowly. And then uh, because other part of the card, it was also from, you know, chrome color. So it really took me a lot of effort, you know, to make it look. And also, again, you guys see in the picture, the wells are really small. So if you spray too hard because you want to get the color uh, in, you know, on the side, or it, will, it will just blow away. And then you you basically lose uh, so much time and then it's really hard also to go and send it inside uh the, you know the world so yeah took also a lot of time you know to make it out yeah yeah they do look small you know I, i'm seeing how uh you place them is that like a, a like a piece of wood with tape or is just uh that what's holding them we have all the pieces no basically i i just do and of course i i they both have a color on both sides. So the other hard part is just to wait like a two day whenever it's it dry and then to flip it and do it from the other side also. Uh, no, whatever I do is, is just like a piece of uh, cardboard and I put the tape on it and upside down and then I stick it on it. So it make sure you, when you spray also it doesn't really move. And, uh, and yeah, and then you start with your uh, project. Yeah, one of your posts, uh, you also, uh, you were playing around with some silicone, the, those clear resin uh, seats? Yeah. I've never seen this that. One was, Tell us about that. Yeah. No, no, this was also my, um, like, another strange thing. Like, usually when I don't sleep in the night, I'm already thinking about something crazy for the next day, you know? So I did uh, this uh, 
for the first time I did it this year, um, while I was on vacation, you know, I was creating a new part of the RC car. So uh, one of my friends works on like on this kind of style, you know, with the racing part and the carbon part and stuff like that. Uh, so he, he showed me like how to do on the you know big car. He never showed me how to do on the small car. So I I, I bought the silicon uh, and then I bought the clear resin and then. Um, I did so much, so many re- research, you know, how to cure, how to make it, uh, you know, without the bubble, how to make it like look proper, basically. And then I was like, you know what? I think I can do some tests. So, you know, I start with the silicon. The only thing is like when you work with this, this really tiny piece, uh, you, the bubble are really hard to come up, basically. So, and the first two tests that I did, it came out not so good. So I had to redo it again with the, you know, took me like each, each step while, while you put the silicone, you have, you have to wait 48 hours. Once you put the resin, you have to wait another 48 hours. So, you know, it takes almost a week, you know, to make it, uh, to make it work. But the second time that I did the test, came out actually really good and some of the piece I'm already going to use it for uh, with the with this fear so yeah you know the first one to get some some bubbles so whenever you spray because you don't realize until you spray uh once you spray you you can see the color goes inside and you can see there is bubble on it yeah it looks cool man i mean i i've, I've never seen anybody in the you know that does model cars messing with anything like this so it was like super cool to see that and then you've already uh painted it as well showing the the results in one of the videos yeah yeah no no yeah i was uh i actually didn't even use the original you know the the mold i didn't use it i used it that one that i did just for the sake of for the sake of it to to use it basically yeah yeah and then the texture as well on that paint that's the the zero paints you had mentioned yeah, so that was a zero paint, and then I used two different uh, texture. So basically, the the first one you spray just a uh, black, uh, and then you you spray uh, the the first texture, which is uh, uh, pure red, uh, pure uh, sorry, pure black, and then there is another uh, paint that you spray uh, that inside has some micro part that they are slightly white, uh, I would say. And then uh, that's when uh, you 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 know when you put it under the light, it looks like a real texture. You know, it's not like uh, when you spray a powder. When you put the powder on it, you know, it just looks a uh, real uh, texture, basically. Yeah, and you know, um, your display cases that you have above your bench, where you have your model cars, um, they have like a, a black base at the bottom and the clear. Where do you where do you get your cases from? So I, this is, I bought it from the guy in New York uh, last time I was there. Um, I bought it like six or seven, you know, where I usually keep my model there. And then uh, pretty much also with the, with my friends, he told me like, you, you know, you can also do the base, you know, you know, kind of like a style of the car that you, you're doing. Same when I did the 037, I did the same color of the, you know, the car, I did it on the base. And then uh, when I did also the carbon, uh, other carbon car, you know, I did also the 
carbon base basically yeah and then i think when you when you use the black base on the bottom you know you it looks kind of like a more real on the car, you know. I'm not an expert and I have no idea how to do a diorama, but uh, I also wanted to learn as well because uh, I saw some really crazy people out there that they do such an amazing job, you know, doing just a diorama. Yeah, I mean, they look nice, you know. It's, it's, I mean, I, I love seeing models in their cases or even how some people have those displays on their walls and they could put models in there. Um, yeah. it, it just looks super cool. Cause you can appreciate your work, you know, get to see it all the time and not be afraid of it getting dusty or dirty. Yeah. Because also my other problem was the dust, you know, you have to go and clean it, you know, but once you have the case on it, you know, it's like, um, uh, you know, you prevent from dust and, you know, anything that is around basically. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's awesome. I mean, you got so much stuff on here that, that you post on your videos and then your YouTube uh, channel as well. Uh, you know, with, with YouTube, how, how long um, have you been doing that, like posting videos on YouTube? No, basically on YouTube, I started around uh, almost three years ago. Uh, one of my uh, best friends told me uh, that he has nothing to do with his model and nothing like that, but he watched a lot of videos on YouTube. And then he saw some uh, really stupid video, you know, it's like, uh, why don't you post, like, whatever you do, you just put a cover next to it and you just record it and you put it there. You never know how it goes, you know? And then um, I was like, uh, okay, I had the GoPro, you know, I was like, uh, why not? You know, let's try. And then uh, my, my girlfriend also helped me a lot with with this video, you know, because, again, I really don't have uh, so much time, so... It also helped me a lot uh, doing the video and picture and stuff like that. They are not like uh, I'm not a YouTuber, you know, guy, you know, that uh, spends a lot of time and money on it. But I just posted for you know to to have something from the people to see, you know. And many people ask me like the product that I use, you know, we where can I get the engine? Where can I get this? Where can I get this? You know, I try to you know to spend some time also to reply to. Uh, so far, I reply to every single one that sent me a message. So uh, I also have a, uh, you know, like, uh, same like us. Yeah, I really have good heart. You know, if I can help somebody, you know, why not? You know. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the videos are nice, the the presentation. And I could see how someone can ask, like, yo, how'd you do it? Because it, it looks really cool, the way it's all produced, like, put together on there. Yeah, you know, there are no, like, uh, you know, like a professional YouTuber, but, you know, it's just uh, uh, for somebody, you know, if somebody is looking for something, you know, uh, you know, you can get some ideas, you can get some style, you know, uh, and then you can copy from that, basically. Yeah. And, and, you know, like through the years with model building, do you ever, or do you feel like it's helped you, uh, you know, like in your personal life, like perspective or the way you approach things or, or do things in life? No, 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 definitely. Uh, the thing is, like, before I used to have really low, low patient, you know. Um, once I start doing this model that, seriously, you have to, sometimes I have to use two tweezers, you know, to to put the piece together, you know. You need to hold your breath, you know, until the piece is done, you know. That's also helped me a lot, you know, during my regular life, you know, just to, you know, 
keep calm you know and uh make the things work basically i applied the same thing on you know on my hobby to my work to my work life you know it's, i use it for everything basically yeah that's cool man that's good to hear because uh yeah i mean i i feel the same like it's i feel like ever since you know i when i was when i did it as a kid it was like for for fun i mean it still is for fun but then now it's like i feel like as an adult doing it you have more of a of a vision of what is it that you want to create and then you know when when you're around your your model community everyone's helping each other out you know you, it builds you that confidence in what you're doing and and also that patience that then you know in your personal life when you're either whether it's at work or you're out somewhere and you have to do something um it, you already have that patience and confidence in your mind. Like, all right, what's the issue? Like, we'll figure it out, you know? We'll, uh, yeah, we'll approach it, it a certain a lot. way. It a lot. Yeah, man. That's, that's dope, man. I'm happy to hear. And, um, but also, also so many people out there told me like, uh, leave these things for kids. You know, this is not for you. I remember one time I had, uh, I was in the group uh, on a Facebook group uh, where there was so many like uh, professional people that they actually do this for work, you know. So I I post something on their group and then uh, I remember like it was yesterday, uh, like the two or three people replied to the post saying like leave this one for kids, this is not for you, you are nothing for us, uh, please leave the group. So. From that message that I received, I was like, uh, I don't, I wanted to reply saying like, uh, you guys, when you started, I believe you never post anything on the, any masterpiece uh, group, you know? So uh, I also get kind of like really sad saying like some of the people, like adult people, you know, they also need to pass this uh, passion, this hobby, this style, to the new generation because the new generation i personally from the same same of my age i don't have many friends that they are doing this kind of style you know um they prefer to go out to go drink to go have a dinner to have a something you know instead of spending a couple of hours you know doing something you know um so it kind of just made me like really sad that day uh that somebody from like 56 years old is telling me, leave this one for uh, kids. This is not for you. You know, it was kind of really hard to hear basically. Yeah, no, it's tough. You know, I, it, it's a trip because now I feel like everything's accepted now, you know, um, like, but I, but I know that sometimes it, it could be tough because some people could see it as like, Oh, you're like wasting your time or, or what's going on. But I feel like model building it has so much to teach that it's almost like a like a, a hidden gem like a lot of people don't know about it until they do it and then they yeah. then they're like holy crap like this is crazy no, but like, also I, because uh also because you cannot judge people from the picture you know yeah. you never know if the guy uh, is posting the picture he has his you know his potential to buy a proper aircraft you don't know if he has a if he has only one eyes if he has only one arm you don't actually cannot judge anyone from if even if he's good or not you know uh that's why um you know you, you need to you know 
the thing that I always say to everybody, if you don't like, just don't go. You know, don't judge anyone, you know, basically. Yeah, no, that's good, man. Yeah, totally understand. It's I, I, I know for a lot of my friends, when I started getting into model building, they were like, oh, what, you model build? They weren't judging. They were just kind of shocked that I was going to get back into it. But it wasn't until they started to see that, all right, like, like, yo, like he's like happy and, and look what he's producing. And I kept showing them what I was doing that, you know, they were like rooting for me. But at the same time, now they were like, Hey, like, I kind of want to try that too, you know? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, we should, you know, do it up. And there, there is always like this, you know, is until they, you don't actually put your hands, you know? You don't know how sometimes artists, you know, sometimes you just do because your day was uh, shit, you know, it's like you had a horrible day, you just want to go home and relax, you know, and you put some music on, you know, and that's it, basically. Yeah. Have Have you ever had that, like, a frustrating moment with model building where you just, like, it's almost like the car, you just cannot, you have to put it away and start on a whole another one now. Has no, I remember, yeah, 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 it happened once, uh, I actually, I think it was in like, like three, four years ago, no, even more, like four or five years ago, uh, when I was, I think I was doing uh, Minolta, like from Tamiya, uh, and then uh, I was painting, yeah, I was painting with, uh, with a spray can, and then what happened is that the I think some of the dust went on it, or I think I dropped it. No, I dropped it on the floor. I dropped it on the floor uh, while I was putting the last piece of the car, and then I threw the car around the, on the wall, basically. I destroyed all the cars. So basically, I threw <laughs> a wig, like a month of uh, like my work. Like, uh -huh. yeah. But that one was the only one time that I really got mad with the mother car. Mm -hmm. And then what I start doing is like, once something doesn't go right, that means it's not your thing. You know, that means you got to stand up, go in the park, just take a ride, you know, do something different, you know? Yeah. Because when something, it doesn't go to the right things that, you know, you want it. It's not because it doesn't go. It's just because your brain is not relaxed enough, you know, to get the job done, basically. Yeah. Dang, dude. I, when you said threw it against the wall, I, I'm, like, try, I'm yeah. like picturing that. It's playing in my head. Like, just like me, like grabbing one of my models and just chucking it against the wall. Yeah. But it, it was almost ready. You know, uh -huh. that's the funny part. It was like almost like ready for one piece i mm. threw it against the wall and destroyed and i even painted the wall almost <laughs> <laughs> with it then do you think i i'm trying to think right now like you know let's say as much as we're like we like models and we're passionate about it because you spend all this time right and work into it and you want to see it come to life do you think you know like if it's like almost the same as like a cell phone like someone getting a cell phone and like the way the reaction of the person, like, let's say someone's, they take someone's phone and they throw it in the river and then they get a, a modeler and they grab his one and they throw it in the river. You think they're going to have the same kind of reaction? No, probably <laughs> I would be on the jail on this time. <laughs> if somebody, if somebody throw the model on my, on the, on the river, you know, I would be on the jail already. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that'd be crazy right there no 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 i think i even uh, like when i clean all the model i already put the uh, no i already tell uh, even uh, my, my, all my family my girlfriend everything mm -hmm. you know 
Yeah. I just told her, this is my job. You know, I clean it. You know, <laughs> just I'm really specific on that. You know, I want I want the things done uh, from me. You know, basically. Oh, that's cool, man. That's that's dope, yeah. man. That you know you have that support too. You know, from the fam and the girlfriend. No, and... no, no. No, I'm super happy because my girlfriend first she has a patient just to listen when uh, the day goes wrong, you know. Yeah. And second because she she helped me she helped me a lot. I also ask her some of the you know idea. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And you always kind of like uh, we make always the right call basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's tight. You know that she's like participating and helping you too with like everything that you're. You got going on right yeah, there. Yeah, you know, no, she helped me. She helped me a lot, you know. And uh, I cannot complain, you know. Like, uh, where where do you find, you know, something that, uh, you know, your your girl, you know, he, he has the same passion like you, basically, you know. So yeah. It always comes with me with the uh, like when we go to the racing, like racing weekend and stuff like that. So she always support me on this one, hundred percent. Yeah, like. You know, sometimes I think about it, especially now with, you know, like there's model shows and sometimes I cannot make it to the show because I'm with my family. Like we got places to go and and I feel bad that I can't attend the show. So now I'm more like, you know, telling her, hey, you know, I, I think we need to plan something out where now I want to bring you along with me to these shows and things like that. So this way you get to explore and understand and meet some of my friends like to to know more about this world because she is very supportive when i'm like giving me my time you know when i'm model building or even you know with with things that i need or when i gotta get ready for a podcast you know she has to watch my daughter while i'm like recording and all that and but now it's like you know i feel like uh she's gonna understand it even more and like when she sees like the community and just like people uh, involved in and like how passionate they are about model building yeah no it's uh i think it's an incredible like uh you know other than i have a thirteen thousand follower that i try to you know to respond to everybody and then i do and then i also see their work which most of them they just started some of them they keep doing for some of the time you know and then i actually take you know their opinion i take their uh you know the project you know as an example you know so if somebody's probably like you you will get some sample or some idea from somebody that just started you never know that's why i'm always like uh listening and i'm always watching everybody you know because you know one one person is different to another person you know so you can get any idea from you know anyone you know and this is also applied to my work you know from everything you know like I'm always that kind of person that never say I'm 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 done I'm I'm perfect I'm I never say that to my life. Is I'm always like to have a challenge. I always like to, uh, you know, get some new idea, make some, try some new stuff. You know, that's why I said in the beginning I'm I never stuck with one thing. You know, when I, I had the opportunity to add the. Uh, like a free stuff, you know, just to sponsor somebody. I just told them, look, I don't want to, because and then I get stuck with, because my project, I always, each one, they're all the same. You know, one time I do a rally car, one time I do a full carbon car, one time I do just a racing car. 
And one time, like uh, like I did with the Camaro, I just saw the picture uh, on the on the website, uh, and then I was like, "Wow, I want to do one like this." So I start adding piece that you know no one knew it was inside there. You know, some crazy piece, some crazy engine that. So yeah, that's why I like uh, to see everybody, to watch everybody, and uh, you know. Yeah, that, that's always nice to see uh, new modelers that are getting into it or even like people who were doing it back then, but they're getting back into it. And because it's when, when you're back into it or, or brand new, it's it's like you're like a sponge, you know, you're you're asking questions or you're observing and you're trying it out. And it's just it's really nice to see because it just shows that it's like growing and then there's more people interested in the hobby. But just see, yeah. but seeing that progression and just those accomplishments that they reach with what they're doing, it's it's always really nice to see that. Yeah, no, no, it's really it helps a lot. It helps a lot, you know, because once you see like a, a real engine, and then you see a guy that makes a copy and paste from the original engine, it makes you uh, like asking question to yourself, you know, making ask you like, if he did, I can do also the same, I can do better, I can do worse, you know, it's like all this kind of uh, question that you always uh, ask, you know, it's like, uh, do you think I can do better? Do you think if I find a guy that he can print me something like uh, really close to it, probably I will add this, probably I will remove this, you know, it's like, it's really good, you know, out there, there is some crazy nice people that they do really amazing stuff. <laughs> yeah, man, it is. Any um, any shout outs or any words you want to give out? Just happy before we wrap up this episode. Uh, no, I just uh, want to say to to you, thank you so much for the opportunity. And I also wanted to say to everybody, just uh, never get uh, bored. You know, is uh, you know when you once once you build a model car, is uh, is a war. You know, between you and a model. So you have to you have to win basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's tight. Awesome. Hey, man. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time as well. I know it's late on your end. Um, it, it was a pleasure speaking with you, having you on as a guest, and we'll definitely have to do another podcast in the future. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And uh, yeah, no, you're we welcome. will get some new stuff. You definitely. Soon. And we'll, you know, we'll keep watching you on Instagram for sure. Keep us updated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Awesome. Thank you so much. No, you're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Bye.